0: From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by
1: VK1WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4BB. This is WIA National News, this edition for week commencing September 15, 2013. And Australia's own BlueSat is ready for launch. The University of New South Wales has declared its undergraduate student satellite project, BlueSat, is complete and ready to be launched into space. As the official final green light came, it was to have a balloon test flight near Wagga Wagga in New South Wales and talks continue on a space launch date. The educational digital amateur radio satellite powers itself, receives DTMF commands, transmit telemetry packets and beacon signals. Once in orbit, it will have digital packet forwarding and analogue repeating capabilities for radio amateurs around the world. Through sponsors helping to pay the bills, the student-led project has given a space experience that includes VK2 UNS, the ground control station. $24.5 million system for Victoria's CFA. Work has begun on the installation of 6,000 new digital radios in firefighting vehicles, aircraft, incident control centres, fire towers and work centres throughout VK3. Each radio unit will be equipped with a GPS tracking system, enabling incident managers to track the locations of vehicles and firefighters in real time. The new radios are also compatible with CFA systems along with those of the SES and neighbouring states, which will obviously simplify communication between the firefighting agencies when they are working together on the fire ground. In WIA Board Talk this week, we are still here, so please tell everybody. Publicity is the current up to date information that attracts public notice, something that amateur radio as a whole can certainly improve. The Wireless Institute of Australia, which strongly believes in promotion, has initiated the PR for Amateur Radio Expo to be held in April 2014. For far too long, many do not know that amateur radio has moved to embrace communication changes, including the internet and digital technology. It has existed for more than 100 years and never been so accessible to people as it has in all forms of life. The WIA has chosen the weekend of April 11, 12, 13 to concentrate the publicity effort for amateur radio and recruitment through the clubs or groups. They're asked to commit up to 12 hours to the PR Amateur Radio Expo for a nationwide publicity effort, and more detail can be expected in due course. And being April, that's obviously going to coincide with the WIA National Field Day. In VK2 Amateur Radio New South Wales RFS ARNSW is having a radio fest on Sunday the 10th of November at 63 Quarry Road Dural from 9:30 to 14:30 hours and entry is free to Amateur Radio New South Wales members and others just pay $10. Registration is required prior to entry and there will be a membership list at the gate. Some traders will be in attendance and food will consist of a continuous sausage sizzle, ice cream soft drinks, and all free to amateur radio New South Wales members. There will be four presentations each of 45 minutes. They'll be on HF antennas, P25, microwave and software-defined radio, all done by hams who have specialized knowledge in their field. If you would like to register for the event, including a particular presentation on your preferred topic, you might email fieldday13 at arnsw.org.au, as Amateur Radio New South Wales certainly need to know numbers for catering purposes. Entry to the lecture presentations is by sequential receipt of registration, that is, first in best dressed, and as a special bonus to members at fourteen fifteen hours, they'll be raffling a beautiful pair of strippers. Um, VK3, Anzac Day 2014 and a day for heroes, (coughs) excuse me, for mates and radio hams. The Victorian Ballarat showgrounds will become a focal point for radio amateurs to commemorate Anzac Day 2014 with a call for volunteers and planning of the event underway. The popular venue on the Creswick Road and Howard Street corner Ballarat already hosts an agricultural show, Trash and Treasure markets, dog trials, alpaca and sheep events, wine days and a Rural Lifestyle Expo. An organiser of this new event, John Carr VK3 FMPB, wants to hear from volunteers with portable stations to operate on the afternoon of Friday, April the 25th. Now that is Anzac Day. The event will honour our heroes through a show of mateship and enjoyment. To volunteer, contact O VK3 FMPB. Upgrading to the standard licence? The syllabus of the standard licence does require a quantum leap in theory knowledge. Amateur Radio Victoria instructor Kevin Luxford, in his training course, covers new topics and some which are more in-depth than the foundation licence. The standard bridging course is held in centrally located Ashburton and does begin soon. For details, contact Barry Robinson. I will give you a telephone number in this case. Write this one down. It's 428 516
2: This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au
3: Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Toowoomba, it can be heard on VK4RDD on 14675MHz at 9am on Sunday morning. I'm Dave, VK4LED.
0: From the WIA News Hub in Perth and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via
4: VK1WIA. What use is an F-call? I hear regularly from other amateurs in face-to-face conversation that they're not sure what to do and whom to talk to. These amateurs, not all foundation licensees, for some or other reason feel that their contribution isn't nearly as valid as that of an amateur who's been around the block a few times. Every experienced ham I've ever spoken with has been nothing but gracious with their time and knowledge and serve as a regular example of getting on with it. They repair repeaters, do historical research, teach others, share anecdotes, provide skill and experience, encourage newcomers, and do so while dealing with failing health or other personal challenges. It will be absurd to think that you might get on with every person in life, and of course, amateur radio is a reflection of that. Some people are like kindred spirits and others just don't float your boat. This is a huge community, filled with many interests and activities, all with the backdrop of a technically challenging hobby we call Amateur Radio. If you're brand new to this hobby, you may think that what you know and what interests you have are not worthy of consideration. This is not true. What does it take to get involved? Basically, turn up and start helping. So what are you waiting for? I'm Ono Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot, Lima Alpha Bravo. Across Australia, from vk one WAA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK6, it can be heard on Rollystone Repeater 146.700, and also relayed on 80 meters on a three decimal five six five megahertz Sunday evening at 7 p.m. local time. I'm Steve VK6DXA. With
2: international news, I'm Jason VK2LAW. Reciprocal licensing JAZL. NZART has advised their members that the New Zealand Administration, MBIE, and Japanese Administration, MIC, have signed an agreement formalising reciprocal licensing between the two countries. Under the agreement, the NZ General Amateur Operator Certificate will be recognised as equivalent to the Japanese First Class Radio Operators qualification, and an NZ Amateur will be permitted by MIC to establish an operator station as an amateur radio operator in Japan. Similarly, the Japanese 1st and 2nd Class Radio Operators Qualification will be recognised as equivalent to the NZ General Amateur Operators Certificate and the holder of a Japanese 1st or 2nd Class Radio Operators Qualification visiting New Zealand may operate for up to 90 days using their Japanese assigned callsign with the addition of the ZL prefix. Next, phone SATs to launch in November and December. EDN Magazine reports that the next generation of phone sats, which are micro-satellites built around smartphones, will launch on November 6th and December 6th using packet radio on 437.425 MHz with AFSK at 1,200 bits per second. Coding will be AX25. One of the new birds will remain on orbit for up to two years, while the other will have a lifespan of only three months. And AMSAT UK and AMSAT NL have advised that the launch date for the first FUNCube 1 is now expected to be November 21st. FUNCube 1 is a one-unit CubeSat that will provide a signal directly from a satellite to classrooms, with a signal level that can be easily received by schools and colleges. And still on satellites, inflatable antenna could give CubeSats greater reach. MIT report researchers have developed a new design of antenna for small satellites known as CubeSats. Due to their small size, CubeSats have been restricted to small monopole or dipole antennas. The new inflatable antenna may significantly increase the communication range of these small satellites, enabling them to travel much farther into the solar system. The team has built and tested an inflatable antenna that could fold into a compact space and inflate when in orbit. It's claimed the distance that can be covered by a satellite with an inflatable antenna is seven times farther than that of existing cubesat communications. The gas man cometh. Space travel seems to have lost its magic after a Russian cosmonaut dramatically quit as commander on a future mission to become a gas man. Colonel Yuri Lonchakov, RA3DT was accused of betrayal by opting for a more interesting job and foregoing his chance to lead a flight to the international space station, the mail online reports. It's also said he's going to earn maybe two to three times his salary as a gas man. SEPT considers use of 5830 to 5850 megahertz ham radio satellite band. Ham radio satellites could wind up being forced to share spectrum at 5.8 gigahertz with terrestrial devices, at least in those nations that are SEPT signatories. Amateur Radio Newsline's Bruce Tennant, K6PZW, has the particulars.
5: A CEPT short-range devices, or SE24, meeting took place in Vienna, Austria, on August 26th and 27th. This to discuss the future use of 5350 to 5470 MHz and 5725 to 5925 MHz for wireless access systems, including wireless or radio-based local area networks. The amateur satellite service has a downlink band that lies from 5830 to 5850 MHz. Those involved in space communications believe that introducing such ground-based services in this spectrum would inevitably raise the noise floor. This in turn could make the weak signals from satellites difficult, if not totally impossible, to receive. Right now, no final decision on the future of this spectrum has been made by the CEPT, But as the squeeze for more commercial band space grows, the entire 5 gigahertz band appears a prime target for more sharing on an international basis among CEPT signatories, and that includes most of Europe and possessions of European nations. More on this recent meeting is on the World Wide Web at www.cept.org forward slash ECC.
0: From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA.
6: Operational News on Felix, VK4FUQ, Dateline 2013. Flagpole Contest, September 21. WIA Spring VHF UHF Field Day, Weekend of November 23, 24. 2014. WIA Summer VHF UHF Field Day 11-12 January to be confirmed. WIA VK Harry Angel Memorial Sprint May 3. Ten ten International Summer Contest August 2 and 3. WIA Remembrance Day, the RD Contest August 16 and 17. Special event Stations DX and Beacon and Nerdvice. Auckland Radio QRT Anniversary. The closure of coastal station Auckland Radio ZLD in 1993 will happen a reunion for former Music Point staff and a special event on the amateur bands. On Sunday the 29th of September, the Music Point Radio Group will mark the occasion by putting to air ZL1 ZLD, using SSB and CW from 10am to midnight New Zealand time. 2200 Saturday 28 to 1200 Sunday 29 UTC ZL1 ZLD will use the 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands. At the top of every hour it will transmit on 475 kHz in the 630 metre band via the mighty Dansk transmitter rescued from the site's demolition. A special message will be sent on 475 kHz and copied correctly to receive a music, memorial, radio station, pennant and QSL card. Listener reports are most welcome. After World War I and the banishment of radio amateurs to these supposedly useless short wavelengths, an amazing period of radio exploration took place. Amateurs all over the globe soon learned that far from being useless, these wavelengths seemed to allow communication over long distances. Amateurs in ZL were at the forefront of this activity with the first ZL2VK QSO in April 1923, and then world-distance QSOs between ZL and Argentina in May 1924. Sid Allen, California in September 1924, Sid in Connecticut on the U.S. East Coast just weeks later, and the ultimate Z4AA Frank Bell's QSO with Cecil Goida, G2S set in London on the 18th of October 1924. To commemorate the 90th anniversary of the record-breaking activities of these early pioneers of amateur radio, ZM90DX will be on the air between the 1st of October 2013 and the 31st of October 2014, on all bands 1.8MHz to 1.2GHz and beyond, in all modes. Activated by the Kiwi DX Group, an informal group of DX's and contest enthusiasts, ZM90DX will be used around New Zealand, and a special commemorative QSL card will be available, as well as an award program for contacts with ZL during this period. Not only will ZM90DX be active at expected times and unexpected bands, but in the spirit of those early pioneers, the ZM90DX operators will also be calling CQ on bands and in directions one may not necessarily expect, with the intention of exploring the boundaries of radio propagation. This will be an unparalleled opportunity for amateurs all over the world to work ZL while celebrating the exploits of those early trailblazers whose work paved the way for radio communications as we know it today intruder watch enforcement zone amateur exclusive frequencies or any non-amateur signal is definitely an intruder amateur hf spectrum worldwide 7.050 to 7.100 14.000 to 14.250 14.250 to 14.350 no broadcasters 21.000 to 21.450. 24.890 to 24.990. 28.000 to 29.700. IIIU 144 MHz threatened by pirates. The August issue of the IAIU Monitoring System newsletter reports the amateur radio 2 meter band is threatened by pirates using cheap HTs. They have had reports from several countries about unlicensed operators using cheap VHF-FM handhelds in the 144 MHz band. Spain, taxi nets in the Canary Islands, Spanish fishery in the Bay of Biscay, Germany, private users. The IARU monitoring systems say please observe and inform your national authorities when you hear this type of activity. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix
3: VK4FUQ Inningham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Northern Rivers, it can be heard on VK2RSC, 146.8 MHz at 9am Sundays. I'm Frank, VK2FRNK. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio. ZLYL Activity Week. WARO is inviting all YLs to join them in a week of amateur radio fun. This is a chance for WARO members and YLs from around New Zealand to get together on amateur radio and to help promote women in amateur radio. The person with the most YL contacts will receive a certificate. The event is on Sunday the 24th of November to Sunday December the 1st 2013. On 80 metres, 3695. 20 metres, the National System and 2 metre repeaters. ZL time of 8pm to 9pm every night. Worldwide special interest groups, Final Frontier. Radio hams to say hi to Juno on 10 metres. NASA's Juno mission is inviting amateur radio operators around the world to transmit a coordinated message on the 28 MHz band to the Juno spacecraft. NASA's Juno spacecraft will fly past Earth on October 9, 2013 to receive a gravity assist from our planet, pulling it on course for Jupiter. To celebrate this event, the Juno mission is inviting amateur radio operators from around the world to say hi to Juno in a coordinated Morse code message. Juno's radio and plasma wave experiment called Waves should be able to detect the message if enough people participate. Please join in and help spread the word to fellow amateur radio enthusiasts. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. A reminder that the IARU Region 3 Emergency Centre of Activity Frequencies are as follows. 3.6 MHz, 7.11, 14.3, 18.16 and 21.36 MHz. MCOM Training in Malaysia. A battery power only emergency communications exercise based at Miri in Sarawak, Malaysia on September the 14th will test a couple of remote sites with message handling and disaster training. Johnny Tan, NM8DB of the Malaysian Amateur Radio Transmitter Society, said that the day will be led by the Amateur Radio Club of Sarawak. He said that the aim of the exercise is to train local amateurs in message handling routines, develop their skills, adaptability and resourcefulness. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from
1: Melbourne. Well, that was a very fast ride to the end of the news this week. So as we leave you, as we always do, we leave you with the social scene. September 14 in VK4, Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Sunfest. That was 9am for those listening to the early edition. September 27, 29 in VK6 is HARG Spring RF Campout at Bald Hill Campground Avon Valley. October 3 to 7 in VK4, the North Queensland Amateur Radio Convention being held in Charters Towers. October 5 in VK4, Redfest, St Michael's College, Caboolture at 9. October 20 in VK3, Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Hamvention. November 2 in VK4, Gold Coast Amateur Radio's Hamfest. And November 3 in VK5, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Goodwood Hamfest. November 15 to 17 in VK3, it's Victorian National Parks Weekend. Wrapping up for this year on November the 24th in VK3, Southern Peninsula, Amateur Radio Club, Rosebud Hamfest. Well, as we say, that does take us to the end of the news and we're going to see you all again here next week at the same time. And until then, just remember to walk softly. I'm Graham VK4BB.
0: In the nation's capital with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA.
5: We've reported. You decide.